This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. Proud to say its sugar is made in America. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pegel. The House has passed a short-term continuing resolution bill today, which prevents a partial government shutdown. The Senate passed the CR on Thursday after West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin agreed to drop a provision in an earlier version of the bill that would streamline the permitting process for energy projects. The bill keeps the government funded through December 16th. The measure now heads to President Joe Biden for his signature. A celebrity chef is calling for more integration of the economy around school lunches to ensure children are being properly fed. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, Chef Jose Andre says one way to ensure children are being adequately fed with nutritious foods is to invest infrastructure around the school lunch program. We need to make sure that the way we feed our children in the schools is a way to create ecosystems of food in every rural or school system in America. I think schools is very smart to not only for education, but making sure every children and why not every family has access to food, employing people that are trained to be cooks, those schools producing food from scratch with kitchens that they've been built, investing in infrastructure, creating further economic growth with the jobs that infrastructure investment creates, making sure we buy from more local farmers around the school systems. Andre says when the government, the private sector, faith organizations, and NGOs all work together, it creates a way to end hunger. Every dollar to feed the children is just impacting different parts of the economy. We need to see more models like this, more opportunities to solve the problems like this, and then Maybe then, one day, we can claim that everybody in America is eating, everybody in the world is eating, and in the process, everybody is just making it on their own. This week's panel discussion includes Vince Hall of Feeding America, Marshall Matz of OFW Law, and Molly Van Lu of the International Fresh Produce Association. They join the show to reflect on the White House Hunger Conference and offer insights on what they see as the next steps. Head to agripulse.com to watch the full show. A new White House executive order is adding more momentum for bio-based products on the 20th anniversary of the USDA BioPreferred program, and an industry leader says it's important for companies wanting to get into the bio-based product space to partner with the United Soybean Board to overcome any challenges they may face entering into the market. Karen Edwards is the founder of KCE Public Affairs Associates. Speaking on a webinar today discussing bio-based products, Edward says when companies are marketing their bio-based products to customers, they have to ensure their products can compete with non-bio-based products. And the products have to perform as well or better than the competition. So the companies, and this is part of why you need incentives to encourage biomanufacturing, whether it's a partnership with USB or what, you know, because the companies have to prove the products perform as well or better. And then we have to go through this demonstration process. Edward says it will take education to get customers to switch to a bio-based product. We have to look at products for their life cycle. Is this product, if I put it down, is it going to mean I don't have to redo my roof? Or does it mean that that road is going to last longer? You know, that's a good investment of taxpayer dollars and our own in my own home. But budgets are often based on this is what I have now. So trying something new, even if it lasts longer, is often difficult for people. We do need to find more ways to get people to look the long view on some of the products. If you missed the webinar earlier, you can watch a recording of it on agripulse.com. 
The Federal Trade Commission and 10 state attorneys general have sued Syngenta Crop Protection and Corteva for paying distributors to block competitors from selling cheaper generic products to farmers. The FTC claims both companies use loyalty programs to force distributors to limit business with competing pesticide manufacturers. The companies are then able to raise the prices for their products, FTC alleges. Noah Wicks takes a deeper look at the lawsuit in his coverage on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Sugar Alliance. America's sugar farmers and workers are proud to say that our sugar is made in America. A strong U.S. sugar policy supports a sustainable, efficient, and resilient supply chain for this essential ingredient. Learn more at sugaralliance.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peigel.